Hey, welcome back to the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast. It's November. Can you believe it? This year is almost over. Right now, we're going to be talking about four steps to put your home on autopilot before baby or the holiday chaos comes. So, if you're expecting a baby, apply this to your life. If you're just in a position where you need to, you know, streamline things and clear some space for you so you can focus on what's important, you know, your family and the Lord, <laughs> then this episode is for you. We'll be joined by Callista. She's a registered nurse and host of the new Mom Boss podcast. So let's go. Hey, mom with little ones. Welcome to the Babyweight Nutritionist podcast. Do you want to feel comfortable in your body again? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for how to lose weight after baby? And what's the best workout to do at home? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel unmotivated and discouraged because you ran out of time to meal prep and your workout got cut short because your toddler woke up early again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist and Christian mom of four. I too felt frustrated with my body while living in the grind of early motherhood after my first and second babies. I wanted to be strong like I used to be and to feel comfortable being touched again. I just wished I had more time to get my pre-baby body back. And then I found the secret formula, food freedom and joyful movement. I'll teach you this formula right here on this show, along with simple time-saving shortcuts, support for lasting weight loss, and motivation to get it done, even with a baby on the hip and a toddler around your leg, so that you can finally feel comfortable in your body again. Pass out some snacks, reheat your coffee, and let's do this, friend. All right, my friend, before this episode, I just want to let you know that the program that my family is learning a new language with, TalkBox.Mom, they are doing an amazing November sale where you can buy one phrase book and get a second for free. So if you're wanting to learn a new language as a family and actually speak it, like literally just speak this new language with your kids, then this is the program for you. And they have a buy one, get one free right now. So it's this phrase book. It's super helpful. You get native speaker audio with it. So you and your kids can just hear how it's supposed to sound instead of guess so you want to go to the link that's in the show notes or bit.ly slash bwtalkboxmom and you're going to use the code kristen5 so you can buy one phrase book and get the second for free you either send that one to work with your husband or you gift it to your sister so her kids can learn the new language right along with yours or your bff or you put it in your mom's stocking because You want your kids and grandma to be on the same page. Yeah, lots of ideas, lots of ways to utilize that free phrase book. So go run and get it. And now we're going to get to this interview. I can't wait. This is actually part one. We split up these four steps because they're just so dang powerful. You're going to want to come back. So listen to the two steps right now, and then we'll catch you on Monday with the three and four steps. With step three and four. There we go. Get it out, Kristen. (laughs) All right, friend. Thanks for being here. We're here with Callista from the New Mom Boss Podcast, and she is a nurse, a certified lactation counselor, a mom of three, and she is here to talk to us about putting your home on autopilot before baby arrives. 
So welcome, Calista. Can you tell us a little more about you? Hi there, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me. And I would love to just give you a nutshell of my background and who I am and why I started doing what I'm doing. So as you mentioned, I'm a nurse and a lactation counselor. And I was always, I always wanted to be a mom. So when I had my first baby, or when I was pregnant with my first baby, I thought I planned and organized everything that I needed um, to prepare for the baby. And given also my background as a nurse and my husband's a doctor, we thought, you know, we've got this, like we, we weren't that fearful or, you know, anxious about baby arriving. And then she arrived. And back then I was a nurse, but not a a lactation counselor. And I had trouble breastfeeding. And that's actually why I, I learned more about lactation after my first daughter, my first child, um, It was a real shock to me how hard it was. You know, the first week I had like a nipple injury and I didn't think I was going to be able to breastfeed. And that was just like one layer that's on top of like sleep deprivation, healing from giving birth and all that stuff and newborn care and keeping her alive. Um, It was really a lot and overwhelming the first few weeks. Luckily, I found a lactation support group nearby and I was able to get on track and continue to go on breastfeeding her. And that was great. You know, I felt like I was just surviving those first few months. And at four months, just when I thought I was getting the hang of it all, um, still struggling from not sleeping, but you know, just surviving. um, I found out I was pregnant again. And I was like, holy moly, I'm going to have another baby in nine months. I haven't even slept. My body is still recovering. And so I don't even know how it happened, but it happened. (laughs) And, um, you know, I I didn't know whether to cry or to be happy. And so I chose to be happy. And I chose to figure out how I can make it better the second time around. So I, I looked at what I did and what I didn't do and what I really needed And I went on to have a baby boy uh, nine months later. So they're 13 months apart. And I had a beautiful experience. And I came out of that thinking like, wow, why couldn't I have had that experience the first time around? And I feel like my daughter got chipped a little bit because she didn't get that same new mom that I was with the second. And I became really passionate about helping other pregnant moms prepare for their babies and started off helping friends and family who came to me for help. And then I started new mom boss, which is uh, coaching programs and courses. And then I started a podcast a couple years ago. Um, And so that is how I came to do what I'm doing. That is awesome. And I think all first kids, all first babies get gypped in one way or another. So (laughs) those poor kids. (laughs) It's true. But you know what? So my thing was like, why? I mean, to a certain extent, you know, because you don't really know what it's like until you're experiencing it yourself, no matter how much you prepare. But still, I feel like we are told to prepare for the things that aren't really going to serve us well, like the baby, the which crib and stroller and car seat you choose, which is nice, but it's actually not that helpful when you're in your postpartum period, no matter how beautiful and and expensive your 
your baby carriers are, right? It's, it, and we often think that we, we're just going to mix baby into our lives. And it's a shocker. You have to actually renovate your entire life around your baby and folk and adjust all the different areas of your life around your baby so that you can have this smoother transition. I think we have a lot of, it's often bumpy and there's no getting around the mess. It's just how messy or how bumpy will it be? Um, I like to think of the fourth trimester as the messy middle before you kind of really get into your groove and, you know, and it, it can be a beautiful mess, but we also like, want to be able to have that second time experience, quote unquote, with our first one. And so I've, you know, I have a roadmap and, and steps that are pretty universal, no matter how different our lives are to help you prepare for the baby. Mm -hmm. And so you have the steps to prepare for it. And you like to call that putting your home on autopilot. Is that those one and the same? No, that's just like one of many things that I <laughs> we should be doing to uh-huh. prepare for our babies because the 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 steps we often take is you know after we, we we find out we're pregnant we're super excited we wait till we get past that 12 week mark then we share the news we register for our our baby registry we have the baby shower we take the hospital class or some sort of birthing class and we prepare for the birth, which is wonderful, but that's like a 12, a 24 hour event, maybe 48, you know, it's, it's like a couple days. It's a long time for me, <laughs> way more than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. It, but it's an event that we do need to be prepared for, for sure. It's super intense in a short amount of time, you know, one to two or three days, right. <laughs> um, but the postpartum period is like months long. And that's, you know, after we have the baby, that's when we're actually preparing for this three month long journey, when we could be preparing earlier so that we transition into that period, a little smoother. And so the home is one of the things that I, I like to tell my pregnant mamas to prepare. Um, So there's, there's, I call it my five S's, which is preparing yourself, your space, your significant other, your skills, and your support. And your space is not just the nursery, it is your home. And so you want to put that on autopilot as much as you can before baby arrives. And so what do you do? What does that even mean? Put your home on autopilot. So you have to take into account that when the baby's here, we don't have the same amount of time that we normally do, right? Most of our time is going to be spent breastfeeding, you know, changing the diapers, newborn care stuff, trying to rest and sleep. And, and then even finding the time to eat and use the, the restroom is like a production sometimes, right? You have to find someone to hold the baby. Right. Raise your hand if you have ever breastfed a child while going to the restroom. <laughs> yes. And we're constantly eating while caring for the baby. Like we're multitasking all the time. So why in the world do we think we're going to be able to run our household the way we were running it before having a baby? It's it's just not possible in in the way that would keep you sane, you know? And so I 
highly recommend putting it on autopilot. And I'll quickly take you through the four steps of putting your home on autopilot. So number one, if you're pregnant right now, or for your future pregnancy for your next baby, you want to make sure you take an inventory of all the things in your household that it takes to normally run it, whether and that you want to include the daily things, the weekly tasks and monthly tasks. And that will require a conversation with your partner because you each have a role and you each are in charge of different things. And that's clear, um, you know, it's you're doing that automatically right now. But once the baby arrives, you want to know who's going to do what. And so if you have everything laid out and you take an inventory, you can look at, okay, well, you're going to have to take over this or, or whatever. So that's step number one is to know all the things, the inventory of your household. Um, and then step number two, you want to try to minimize that list as much as you can. So step two is to delete the tasks that you don't need anymore, or you don't, you won't need for the next two, three months. And so that will just slim down your, your tasks for your household. And then step number three is Wait, hold the phone. I told you steps three and four will be next week on Monday. So right now, your homework, write down a few things that you can delete. So if you're expecting baby, what can you delete? If you just need to clear space for the holidays, you need to find some white space, some breathing room. What can you delete? And we'll circle back and talk more about this next Monday. Um, Calista has a little bit more to say on steps one and two. But for now, have a fantastic weekend. See ya. Hey girl, before you move on to the next episode, which I hope you do, <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were aware that you have access to a free five-day challenge. I call it the Baby Weight Starter Kit. This is for you if you're wanting to lose the baby weight, but you're having to cook with a baby on your hip and a toddler standing between your legs. If you find yourself trying on six different outfits before leaving the house, only to choose the baggiest clothes that you can possibly find in your closet. And this is for you if you're time strapped and you just can't even. You just can't even make the food and exercise changes that you know you need to make. This five day challenge is gonna guide you through the best first five steps that will have the most impact on how you feel in your body. This is where you start to do the deep work. If you're looking for quick fixes, don't go get this. If you're ready to do the deep work, Go run, grab the free baby weight starter kit. Click that link in the show notes and tap free baby weight starter kit. There it is. See you on the next episode.